0: Alright, we are, we are in Genesis chapter 1 today, Genesis chapter 1. We're looking at stories I heard as a kid, or as a child, what did I say? Child, yes. Stories I heard as a child. And I thought it was a good idea. We go through, uh, we're going to go ahead and march through it as it is in Scripture, in order. Um, and we'll look at some different stories. We won't go chapter by chapter, but we'll go story by story as some of the familiar stories that if you grew up in church, you heard it in Sunday school and kids' church and things like that. And if you didn't grow up in church, you hopefully have heard some of these things. But I also don't want to take it for granted that you have. I remember um, uh, we were doing the youth group. Me and Katie led the youth group at the last church we were in in Tennessee. And I, one night I was, I was doing the lesson, and I mentioned David and Goliath in the lesson. And I just got a bunch of blank stares. And I was like, well, you guys have heard the story of David and Goliath, right? And this was, uh, I think at that time, maybe about 20 kids that came in on the church bus. And and they're like, no. And I was like, you haven't heard of David and Goliath? No. So they're like, okay, well, forget this lesson. We're going to talk about David and Goliath. Um, and it was a blessing, though, to, to start to see them learn and and hear and grow. And uh, we were able to see many of them saved while we were there. And, and the Lord really blessed in that ministry. But uh, again, I don't want to take for granted that we've that we know, know some of what I consider to be the basics. But again, I, I was fortunate enough to grow up in church and, uh, and around church uh, my whole life. So uh, we're going to start with creation. Next week we'll look at Adam and Eve and the Garden of Eden as well uh, with that. But I just kind of want to look at some thoughts, some basic thoughts on creation and uh, see what the Bible says and pull some things out about this. Basically, I've got five things about, uh, four things, excuse me, about God that we can see through creation. And, uh, but it's important for us to see a couple things first of all. Genesis 1, starting in verse 1. In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Let's pray and then we're going to look at, at creation. Lord, thank you for letting us come back this afternoon. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the, um, the order of it. Thank you for the detail of it. And uh, Lord, I'm thankful that I, I, had, I was fortunate enough to grow up in church and, and hear many of these things throughout my life. I pray that you would help us all to be familiar uh, with your word. May we be encouraged by something that we know uh, we probably heard about, but Lord, may we learn something fresh tonight or be reminded of something fresh uh, from your word here this afternoon, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. It's important when we talk about creation, there's a lot of things that are important about it. Number one, I'd say that if you're going to, um, if you've not been yet to the Creation Museum up in northern Kentucky, you need to go. The Ark, I've not been to the Ark yet outside of, I've been to the location, but not inside the Ark. I uh, we went and looked at the Christmas lights last year, but um, I'm sure, I hear lots of great things about the Ark. Go visit the Ark. But if you haven't been to the Creation Museum, you got to go. Um, it's, it's phenomenal. It's eye-opening. It's helpful. Um, it's encouraging, all those kinds of things. So get yourself to the, to the Creation Museum. Um, we've got a friend that can help with that. So if you want to go, um, if you let me know in plenty of advanced time, um, I can reach out to him. He may be able to get you in for free. And, and uh, it's a great opportunity, great for the kids, great for adults, all that good stuff. So go and visit it. You'll learn a lot from it. It's really good. Uh, but when we look at Creation, we've got to understand several things. First of all, you got to understand who created, right? God created. In the beginning, God God is the focal point of creation. It's not, not the creation itself, but the Creator is the focal point of it. And you've got to keep that in mind. Uh, anytime you're talking about anything with, with Scripture, you've got to remember God is the focal point of it. But He created it. God created it. And He created it from nothing. Uh, in verse number 2, it says, without form uh, and void. It, it, it's empty. It was empty. God uh, created something out of nothing. Um, the only one that's capable of. You do not get creation by, by happenstance. It, it doesn't just happen. Like all of a sudden, here everything is. No, there has to be a maker. There has to be a creator. Um, if you took the pieces of a watch and you threw them all in a bag together and shook up the bag and dumped the bag out, you're not going to have a watch. You're still just going to have pieces of a watch. Um, you cannot take dust particles, throw it together, and dump it out of a bag and have creation. It, it's not how it works. There has to be a creator. There has to be a maker. And God created the earth, and He did it with, with nothing. It was, with, it was without form, without void. There was darkness upon it. Um, it, it, was, it was blank. There was nothing there, and God made it. All right, so let's learn four things about God in creation. Number one, I want you to see that God is organized. God is a God of order, God is not a God of chaos. Um, we've talked about this when we looked at the Old Testament things. His, the punishments that came into place, it was not chaos. Maybe the people were in chaos, but God is a God of order. He desires things to be in order. He desires your life to be in order. He doesn't want it to be sloppy. God is a God of order. And we see that through, or God is organized, we see it through creation. Let's look at a couple things. Uh, he named things, right? Verse number 5. And God got, well, let's look at, we got to look at a couple things, I guess. I don't want to skip too much here. Uh, verse three, and God said, let there be light. And there was light and God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness and God called the light day and the darkness he called night and the evening and the morning were the first day. Um, uh, I'll make sure I'm not going to skip ahead on my notes here. Uh, so we see here he's naming, he's naming the, the day for light and the night for darkness uh, he names that. Also, it's important to see where it says there in verse number 5. I'm a literal person when it comes to Scripture. Um, he says the uh, the evening and the morning were the first day. How many days did it take God to create the earth? Six days. How do I know that? Because the Bible says it. Um, there are people who say, well, there were years in between or days in between or this big gap in between or all these other things. The Bible says that in the first day He created this, The evening and the morning were the first day. That sounds like a normal 24-hour day to me, um, and that's how I take it in Scripture as well. Verse 6, God said, Let uh, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. So you see here, continue through the the naming the firmament, verse number nine, uh, and God said, "Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let them dry the dry land appear." And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and He gathered together the uh, the waters called He seas. And God saw that it was good. We see Him continuing just as creation comes. There's an order to it. It's not chaos. It's not lacking design. As a matter of fact, it's very, very organized. Uh, Look in verse 26. We'll look at some of these other things in a moment. But verse 26, uh, it says, And God said, Let us make man in our image. This is one of the first verses in the the way that our scriptures were laid out where we see the plurality of God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And we see here where it says, uh, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish in the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So you see here God creating human and, and giving human dominion over the rest of creation. I am, I am not for abusing animals in any way, shape, or form, but God places human life above all else. We are the top of God's creation. We are what God loves the most of His creation. And let's be careful that we don't uplift the other creation equal or above other human beings. Because God was organized, He did it on purpose, and He created man to have dominion over the rest of creation. He was very organized. Uh, we see this, the schedule too, right? Every day there's something happening uh, through there. God is organized, and we learn that through creation. Uh, secondly, what we learn about God is He's powerful. He's powerful, my goodness. He said, I want there to be light. So he said, let there be light. And boom, there was light. His creation was not made with a paintbrush. You know, a little tree here and a little tree here. Um, it, it, It was spoken into existence. God spoke it and it happened. Now understand that the same God who spoke creation into existence is the same God that we serve today. He is still that powerful. When we, when we sometimes we just belittle God's, uh, I'll use the word abilities, God's characteristics, God's nature, who God is. We don't we don't realize uh, because sometimes we look at the Bible as a storybook and it's not a storybook. And we look at it and sometimes just like I talked about us, you know, we we make Satan a cartoon so we don't take him serious enough. Sometimes with God we make him just a figure in history and he is a present figure. And the same God that split the Red Sea, and the same God that spoke creation into existence, and the same God that made the sun stand still, and the same God that raised people from the dead and healed lepers and blind and deaf and lame, that's the same God I still worship today. And we can see just through creation alone how powerful He is. Uh, and yet we, we belittle it so often. It says there... Um, Verse number 11, God said, Let the earth spring forth grass and the herb uh, yielding seed and the fruit uh, tree yielding fruit after his kind whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And he brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind and tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning was the third day. And we go on with the different things he did. But he did it all through speaking it into existence. So we see God's organized, we see that he's powerful. Number 3, let's see that God is meticulous or detailed. Not just organized but detailed, very meticulous for what it is. And we see it in the verses we just read in verse 11, he wanted grass to spring forth, he wanted herb yielding seed and fruit trees yielding fruit after his kind whose seed. So he creates these plants that reproduce. An apple tree produces apples. The apple has a seed, which produces more apple trees. It Doesn't produce oranges, or pears, or peaches. I lost a tree in one of their houses. Not in their house, but in one of their yards. That was a I forget what they called it now. It was a lemon lime. Uh, lim- lime limon tree? I forget what they called it. It was something weird. But it was crossbred and things like that to, to, to make it happen. But God, in His creation, He created His creation to be able to reproduce uh, itself. And the seeds bring forth more. And the trees produce the seeds, and the seed produces the tree. It's this, this cycle. It's this circle. And Christ, God meticulously created... Uh, this creation to work perfectly. Look in verse 21, or verse 20, And God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly moving creatures, um, the moving creature that hath life, and fowl that may fly above the earth, in the open firmament of heaven. And God created whales, and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly, after their kind. And every winged fowl, after his kind, And God saw that it was good. We see that God, in His creation, made His creation able to reproduce. Verse 25. um, And God made the beasts of the earth after His kind, and the cattle after their kind, and everything that creepeth upon the earth after His kind. And God saw that it was good. His creation was meticulous. He created a couple cows. And guess what cows make? other than butter and milk and ice cream and all that good stuff, they make more cows. Uh, the same with the horses, the same with the birds, the same with the fish. Um, it's, it's not where you have a, a little uh, tadpole that turns into a frog that turns into a monkey that turns into a person. It's not the way it works. That's not how God created it. He created a frog, which is a tadpole at the beginning. Turns in, uh, it, it grows into, it matures into a frog. And then that frog uh, makes more frogs or tadpoles, and so on and so forth. That's the way God, God created it. Uh, verse number uh, 26, that, the, uh, right after that, it says, And God said, Let us make man in our own image, and after our likeness, and let them have dominion uh, over all of these things. He made sure that there was someone to take care of His creation. Now, is God capable of taking care of it? You bet He is. And He does. But remember, we'll, we'll talk about Adam and Eve next week, but he created Adam and Eve, and he said, Adam, I got a job for you. I want you to name the animals. How? How did Adam come up with these words? I have no idea. How did he come up with elephant? I don't know what the Hebrew word is for elephant or, uh, or whatever. Did Adam speak Hebrew? That's a good, you know, what did Adam speak? It vowel, right? so yeah. It, wouldn't have been any language. it was Adam's language. Um, anyway, so how did he come up with the words? I don't know. But God said, here's the job I have for you. He was meticulous. He made this creation, and then he put someone over the creation to take care of and to, to watch over and things like that as well. And so we see throughout this creation, as God is creating all these things, um, On on the uh, fifth day, we we read it earlier about the fowl and the fish and all that kind of stuff. In verse 22, And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters and the seas, and let the fowl multiply over the earth. And the evening and the, the morning were the fifth day. Uh, and then on the sixth day, uh, he says, Let us bring uh, forth the living creature after his kind, the cattle, the creeping things, the beasts of the earth. And it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth after his kind, cattle after his kind, and everything that creepeth out of the earth after his kind. God thought it was good. And God said, Let us make man in our own image. We read that a couple of times. Verse 27, So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Uh, I know this is not popular in today's world, but there are two genders. And by the way, science proves it male and female. That's how he created it. We'll look at Adam and Eve, but he, he, he made it so that a man would cleave to a woman. That's marriage. God established it. And we see it here in creation God's meticulousness, his detail. He didn't leave it for us to decide. He didn't leave it for society to tell you what's right and wrong. He created it the way that he wanted it. And so that's exactly what he did. The fourth thing we see about God in creation. First, we see he's organized. Second, we see he's powerful. Third, we see he's meticulous. And the last thing that we see, and this is so important, we see that God is good. God is good. Look in verse 31. It says, and God saw everything that He had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. God looked back at His creation, and He said, "It's good." Uh, I joke about you know things where you, you, if you do something, I'm not a. I like to do things with my hands. I'm not great at it. Uh, my dad, uh, he had, he still has the same toolbox he had when I was a kid. It's this little red toolbox. That has the one latch on it It's about this high and about this long. And inside, I remember as a kid, he had a hammer, a wooden handle hammer. And he had a Phillips head screwdriver and a flat head screwdriver. And he had a pair of pliers and one wrench and I think a knife uh, and a tape measure. That was all in his toolbox. And I can very rarely remember my dad ever using it. And uh, and so that's kind of how I grew up. And then, uh, and then we're sitting here, and now I, I like to do things. I like to use tools and have fun with it and everything. But if I build something, usually it's, it's not great. Like, I like it, but I can also go, yeah, that wasn't great either. I've made a couple things that I've stepped back and go, man, <laughs> that's good. Very few things. But, man, that's good. And, uh, you know, James posted stuff on Facebook that he makes, I think, I can't do those things. Um, you know, I can, I can buy his and then resell it for a higher price, but I can't, I can't build it. It's a great business strategy. Okay, yeah. he still gets money. It's all good. No. Um, I can't do that kind of stuff. That's not, that's not what I can do. Uh, but the, the few things that I've built that I've liked, I've stepped back from and go, man, that's good. And God created the earth, and he stepped back and he said, that's good, but... What's even more important than that is that we can step back and look at what God did and realize God is good. What God has made is great. Who God is is great. And to be able to step back at, and we're going to see this through every single story we look at, understand that in every single one of them, we're going to see that God is good. Every single story that we look at, we're going to see God is good. We're going to see it next week when we talk about Adam and Eve. We're going to see it when we talk about Daniel and the lion's den. We're going to see it when we talk about Jonah and the whale. We're going to see it when we talk about the flood. We're going to see it when we talk about some of the New Testament guys and the, the, the things that God did in their life. Every single story, the, the tower, uh, the, uh, the, the, the prophets up on the mountain and the fire coming down from heaven, we're going to see in every single story that God is good. And that's underselling it. <laughs> God is great. And we can look at creation, and we can look at what God did, and we can look at His, His organization of it. We can look at the power behind it. We can look at the detail of it, and we can step back. As God stepped back and looked at creation and say, creation, this is good. It's for His glory. And when we look at creation, and there are things that I look at in creation, I go, man, that is awesome. But it's not the creation that's awesome, it's the Creator. And to be able to step back and go, wow. My God did that. The God that I pray to did that. The God that hears my prayers did that. Boy, God is good. God is good. And so as we go through these stories, and again, they're stories that I've heard my whole life, and some of you have too, and some of you haven't. We're going to see it every single step of the way throughout Scripture. God is good. And I promise if you don't think that He is, if this doesn't prove it to you, I don't know what will. As we look through His Word and see what He's done all throughout time. Remember, as we go through this, I, I was, when I made this graphic, I was, I was kind of worried about it. Because it's childish. It looks like a storybook, in my opinion. If you don't think so, then I failed my mission. But, um, but it looks like a storybook. And, and I don't want us to get caught up in the stories, uh, thinking of it as story time, But I want us to make sure we understand this is truth. This is what God did. And this is what God is doing. And may we we be encouraged and may we be drawn closer to God. May we be reminded of all the things that God has done, knowing then or being uh, challenged to remember that God can still do it today. God is still capable because He is as powerful, as knowing, as present as He ever was. And He's in our lives today, and we we need to take advantage of that. We need to take advantage of that. The Creator of the universe is on my side. Well, I'm on His side. He's good. And so let's take... It sounds bad, I guess. I I don't know. But let's take advantage of it. Let's take advantage of having God with us. And a God that is powerful enough to speak into existence the great detail. Think about creation, the details that are there. I know I bring it up when we talk about this, but... The nervous system, the uh, the way the heart works, the way the brain works, the way the muscles work, the way the joints sometimes work, the way the way uh, everything works, creation and the, the the reproduction of it, and the seasons and the rain and how how we get rain and all these kinds of things. Understand God made it that way, and how wonderful it is because of how wonderful He is. God's great creation, Lord, help us today to be encouraged. Uh, by you, by what you have done and what you are doing. And may we claim your power. May we claim you as our God. Uh, and Lord, that we can we can put our full dependence and our trust in you. Uh, Lord, I pray that, uh, that we would uh, claim the God of creation. Uh, Lord, your creation is beautiful. It is wonderful. It is awe-inspiring. Uh, but Lord, it is not greater than you. May we remember just how good and how great you are, I pray.